With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 114 of the Big Boo Cast. Melanie and I are so excited that our good friend Travis Cottrell is back with us on this episode and we're going to talk about so many riveting topics. You have no idea. We're going to talk about our pillow preferences when we sleep. We're going to talk about our favorite breakfast foods. We're going to talk about the first concerts we ever attended when we were younger. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Before we get to that, though, as Melanie and I have mentioned so many times, we both love to cook, but it is oftentimes really hard for us to get organized and to figure out what to cook. There's that whole, you got to plan the meal, you got to shop for the meal, you got to do all the things for the meal. That is where Prep Dish comes in. Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service, and when you sign up, You'll receive an email every week with a grocery list and instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. After only a couple of hours of prepping on the weekend, you'll have all of your meals ready for the entire week. It makes you more efficient. It makes you more organized. And you'll be serving really healthy, nutritious food to yourself and to your family. So that's a win-win. Maybe you're going to make some kind of mahi-mahi with pineapple salsa and asparagus one night or you're going to do slow cooker barbecue ribs with corn on the cob and smoky lime carrots this food is delicious it's good for you it's gluten-free it's paleo if that's your thing even better is that the founder allison is offering listeners of the big boo cast a free two-week trial so you can see for yourself you really cannot beat it so check out prepdish.com slash big boo for this amazing deal that's prepdish.com slash big boo for your first two weeks free this is a no-brainer Alrighty, y'all we're so glad as always that you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 114 Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Hey there, it's Travis. It's Fry Daddy. Yay again! Yay, Yay for Travis! <laughs> Yay! Our excitement will never dwindle, right? <laughs> nope. nope. We are always because I felt like your yays were just slightly a grade lower than last time. 
Well, it's hotter this week than it was last week. <laughs> Melanie, what, what, it was 115 yesterday in your car. Is that right? My, no, I'm going to tell you that it, my car thermometer went down to 115. When I, It was 118. And by the time I went to take the picture, it was down to 115. I mean, it's ridiculously hot. I mean, like, I've lived in Texas my whole life. It's ridiculously hot. That's miserable. It's miserable. It's like you don't want to go outside. Now, today, apparently, a cool front has come through, and it's only going to be 102. So I'll probably <laughs> go out with a light sweater later on. So, I, was God, texting, uh, I was texting with Curtis and Amanda Jones yesterday about this, yes. uh, this cruise, and I'm like, listen, are we... Uh, are y'all confused about how to pack for Alaska in the summer? I, I don't really know. And I was going back and forth with Curtis and finally Amanda's just chimed in and said, well, it's going to feel a lot cooler than a hundred degrees. That's right. Yes. yes. So they're like, we don't really care. It's just yeah. going to not be 100. What, so, is, be what is the weather in Alaska in the summertime? I don't know. I mean, like I get, reports that we should be ready for highs in the mid 60s oh, oh maybe 70 oh. lows in the 40s but then you know there are sometimes when you go through the is it glacier national park where when we we sail through that that it gets pretty cold and you want you know you want like a winter jacket if you're going to be out on the deck or i don't know wow. i'm making things up i'm putting together <laughs> sentences of that yeah uh, of which I have no reason. That's your expert. I'm so hot right now that I think, like, you're sitting there saying that, and I'm like, well, I just wear a bathing suit the whole time. <laughs> 40 degrees, I'll just be out there sunning myself in the 40-degree weather. I mean, that just sounds delightful. I feel like I'll never be cold again right now. <laughs> Travis, you'll be freezing. If it's, if it's only 70 degrees during the day, you'll be walking around with a wool sweater on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, I just turned my heater off under my desk for this podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't understand that on any level. I don't understand that physically, emotionally, spiritually, none of it. I don't there's not one level that that makes sense on to me. Mentally, none. I know. Uh, and I'm weird like when I get into a hot car, just for a minute I like it. I just like, oh, this is so comforting. And then I turn my car on and of course I turn my air conditioner on high, but I don't want it blowing on me. I want the air around me to be cool, but I don't like cold air hitting me. I don't understand any of this. <laughs> uh, it's like you're speaking a foreign language. But this is this is the problem, though, is I feel like as men and women get older, because Perry will get cold at night, mm -hmm. and I am hot all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. This is and our situation, so too. It is. And so I'm like, what do you do about that? Like, it feels like it's another, it's another question I'm going to have for God when I get to heaven. Mm -hmm. Like, why did we do it that way? Why couldn't we have us all be hot or us all be cold? I don't understand the difference in, in internal temperatures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I keep a, you know, I have a tower fan on my side of the bed that I keep pointed directly at me at night on full blast, like straight up yeah. full blast. And sometimes still, it takes me a long time to want to get under the covers. Like, I, yeah, it's just, it just is what it is. David is, his teeth are chattering. He is rolled up like a burrito in his side <laughs> of the covers. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I'm ne it's never too cold for me. It's never too cold. Mm -hmm. 
I what, agree with that. What is this two cults you speak of? I am unfamiliar. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Angela's the same way as y'all, although she has started sleeping on an electric uh, a heating pad oh, okay. for her back. Okay. But mm. she's also got this whole host of things. Like she's got a new regiment that involves multiple pillows mm. and a heating pad. And yeah, I shouldn't okay. have even opened up that. Now, I, I would say, like, okay, so Melanie to me is the original high-maintenance pillow person. I actually, I made reservations for us yesterday for because Melanie and I are going to Chicago in September for the PopCast Live show. We're going to be there. And I was making our hotel reservation. And it said, uh, so I, it made me put my name in and her name in because it was two separate rooms. And then it, it said, um, any special requests? And I put on there, extra pillows in Melanie's room, please. Because... Melanie, how many Stop. pillows? I did. How many pillows does it I, take for you? First, let me say that I feel seen and I feel known <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, I don't know that anybody has ever more adequately spoken my love language than that. Uh, um, it's, I, it's because I have, I have oftentimes when we have been in the same place, I have. I have given you two pillows from my own bed and and, and <laughs> taken them down to your room. Or when we have shared a room, I have thrown them across to your bed. Mm -hmm. Yes, I so appreciate that. I am up to, in a, in a hotel situation where you don't typically have a king-size pillow, I am going to be a five to six pillow person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Now, if and I none of my, them just perfect for your head, no, no, right. one of and they all have to be. Here's the thing I really like them to be a mixture of feather and maybe some foam because okay. I like the foam, the, the foam next to me, but I like the feather for my head and the feather closest to the ones that I hold when I roll over <laughs> on my side. Yes, yes, it's but listen, I, I've created the same thing. Caroline is just as bad as me. So now when the two of us, like we were in Fort Worth like two weeks ago and like I had to call down to the front desk and say, could you please bring us up eight? <laughs> <laughs> eight. <laughs> Which is so embarrassing, but I don't care. Uh -huh. I'm like, I'm going to need, I'm going to need eight of your finest pillows. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I am, I'm a, so Angela's got a whole, she's got a, a, a pillow set up, you're saying. Melanie has got an elaborate pillow set up. I just used three pillows. I used to just use one. Now I'm up to three. Mm -hmm. and That's but, how it starts. But one, I like to go, I like one king size pillow to go like down the, the length of my torso. Like I like it so that when I roll over, it's there. And David calls that pillow the wall of Jericho because he's... <laughs> Because it's right in between us, and yeah, but it drives him crazy. But I, I like that pillow there because if I roll over, what a, what a fine place to rest your arm when you know, yes. like, like at shoulder level, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, Travis, any pillow needs on your part? Not really. The something that's more important to me is the distribution of weight of the comforter. Okay. I need it to be just right. Okay. I need it to not be short on one side of me. And then mm -hmm. when it's all on the other side, like if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like 
feeling around to make sure that it hasn't gone way over to her side or okay. fallen way off my side. I have to yeah. kind of throw it up in the air, <laughs> let it land, and then give it a little shimmy <laughs> to make sure that it's equally distributed. And I, I impose this on my children as well. Okay. By when If they're asleep and I go in to look at them or tuck them in or some, pick up something in their room, I'll, I'll to, redistribute to, to their weight. And, and rock them and sing, I love yeah. you forever. I'll like you for right. always as long yes. as I'm living right. my baby. As long as I'm living. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> was that was that book creepy a little bit so creepy mm-hmm. it's so creepy like it's two parts sentiment and, and three one parts part creep- straight up nobody's gonna ever marry your son yeah right that's right, right. that's right driving Some, across town and climbing up yeah mm-hmm. yeah what the illustrator didn't depict is what his wife is doing in the next room while his mother is rocking him to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that, that blog post she's composing. We don't, we exactly. Don't, we don't see that part of it. That, <laughs> that divorce attorney she's calling. <laughs> That's right. That's a different book. That's another. It is, but yeah. I don't know. There was the the first time you read it as a new parent, it uh, has a, you know, it gets you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. It just leaves some questions at the end. It does. It does. It raises really in the end, I feel like, more questions than it answers. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, so Travis, so you, you control your children's comforters as well, is what you're saying? I, I try to, I control everybody's comforters in my okay. room, in my, in my house, basically. Okay, so what do you do, because you travel so much, what do you do if you get to ho- a hotel and it's not an optimal comforter situation? I feel like... I mean, do you just roll with it or do you? I roll with it. I'm not extremely high maintenance. It's just, yeah, it it just has to not be too short on the left or the right. And I'm pretty good. And then I like to fold, you know, you have to have enough sheet in a hotel for sure to fold it over the top of the comforter so that you don't have to actually make contact with the comforter. That's, that's, that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Okay, so right. here's here's my question. When y'all let's say you go into a hotel room and you're staying there by yourself, do right. you tend to sleep on the same side of the bed that you sleep on at home? Do you sleep in the middle of the bed because you have the whole bed to yourself, or do you change it up and sleep on the other side of the bed? What what's your what's your what's your go to in that situation? I personally sleep on the exact same side of the bed no matter where I stay, every single time? I don't. Okay. It doesn't matter to me. In fact, I like to change it up. But the first thing I do, and I usually have a roommate, so I'm usually in a room with two beds. Right. With my son or row manager or band member or whatever, but I pick the bed that's furthest away from the air conditioner. Oh, my gosh. From the fan. Right. Okay. I can't have it hitting me. Oh, my God, Travis. I know. Okay. So whichever okay. one is, you know, if it's the first bed, if it's, you know, if there's some, if there's a wall unit or if there's like when you walk in, it's sometimes blowing over you right on that first bed that you come to. So I go to the second bed, but I like to change it up. And sometimes Angela and I change it up like okay. after, every six or eight months. We'll go. Do you want the other side of the bed? Okay. Oh, Interesting. We well, yeah. are very flexible and adaptable. Yes, you are. <laughs> Listen, look at that compromise and, and adaptability in marriage. I know. What a metaphor, <laughs> Melanie. What about what about you? I think I think you probably know the answer. Yeah, I really do. But I, you can just say it for everybody. 
I sleep exactly the same as I do at home. Mm -hmm. I like my side of the bed. I like where I am. You know, I may take up a little more room if I have a king size bed and I'm all by myself on a hotel. Um, But I feel like even when I sleep with Caroline, she has her side of the bed. I have my side of the bed. You you know what I mean? Like, so if we're in a hotel, we'll sleep. That's, I I always sleep the same. You and I sleep on the same side of the bed. Like if you're facing the bed, you and I both sleep on the left side of the bed. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. So here's my next question. And then I promise we'll move on to even more riveting content when we finish this. But (laughs) for some reason, this fascinates me. So I have to fall asleep turned a certain way. Melanie, is that true? Like I have to fall asleep turned toward the inside of the bed. I can't, I don't fall asleep ever facing outside the bed. Do you know? I think I do either. I mean, I'm I'm always either on one side or the other, but it just ends up where whenever I quit tossing and turning, and as Terry says, <laughs> nesting. You can fluff those pillows a lot. You like to fluff them. Like I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like to rearrange them, and then mm-hmm. I like and I'm like Travis. If the comforter starts to eat down to where it feels too heavy on that outside side of the bed, <laughs> then I'm going to have to get up and. <laughs> pop that over so it's a it's a lot of so it's eventually wherever I pass out it's just whenever okay. I finally I've just never been a good like lay down and go right to sleep kind of person so it's just when I just eventually give it up okay right okay yeah. Travis you don't have to face Same. a certain way okay no all right so I'm the most high maintenance when it comes to falling asleep but Melanie's the most high maintenance when it comes to preparing for sleep that I feel yes. like that's fair Travis mm-hmm. is breezy, basically. He's I'm breezy. Just... I mean, the 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 all the lights can be on in the room. Like mm-hmm. I basically, whatever condition our room is when I walk in to go to bed, is the condition I leave it. Like if the head if the overhead lights are on, lamps because Angela's usually studying, so I just go in the room and go to sleep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I can't, I've got, and like all these new thermostats where the air only comes on when you're in the room, like that's on a sensor, I cannot, I cannot get on board with that. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not saying we should be all crazy with our use of electricity, but we should at least be able to keep a room at a steady temperature. I feel like. <laughs> right. I, I want agree, it off when I come in the room. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, you know, I've figured out, you know, you could YouTube and pretty much I've learned to hack just about every hotel thermostat. So I know how to reset all of them. Tell me more. Well, it depends on the different kinds and it depends on what kind of hotel. But usually if you Google the name, if you're like at a Fairfield Suites or whatever, and you're like Fairfield Suites, I can't say that right. A mana (laughs) thermostat or whatever. There will be a YouTube video that will show you how to how to override it. Stop it. No, it's, listen, it's, it's a real thing that I have figured out. So there are very few that I can't, I, that you can't, if you look, there are very few that don't have a YouTube hack on how to reset them to either make the fan run continuously or to make the temperature go below 65 what? or yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. I feel like so, as excited as you were a minute ago, when I said that I have requested extra pillows for your hotel yeah. room, I feel like you have just repaid me in kind. Well, I feel I'm, like whatever, whatever law that, whatever spiritual law that is, where what what you what you sow, you will reap. I feel like yeah. <laughs> the reaping was quick, came quick on that because I just got it. I it just it just came to fruition is what I'm well, saying. Well, I'm 
what I'm telling you is that I go into hotel rooms now and I'm like Schneider on one day at a time. <laughs> and I take <laughs> <laughs> and I know how to push some buttons. <laughs> I'm so glad that made you laugh. Oh, oh, God. I mean, instantly, the second you said it, here's what I see in my head. Blue jean vest and a tool belt. And a white white T-shirt underneath the blue jean vest. That's right. And a mustache. Mm -hmm. Yep. And a ring of keys. A ring of keys. That's right. This is it. This is it. This is life. The one you have. So go and have a ball. Mm -hmm. This is it. Such a great show. I know. Okay, so Travis, we had a request that came in last week that um, that I'm sorry, Melanie, but you have anything else that you instructive you needed to offer us in the way of hacking different thermostat systems? Did I cut you off? (laughs) That's it. It's really I'm just it's a case to case basis, and so you just have to Google and search for on YouTube. But you can pretty much find anything you want. So there you have it. Okay, thank you so much. I will Mm -hmm. I will carry that in my heart for the rest of my days. Yeah. Um, okay, Travis. So last week, this came in later than our, after we were recorded. But Robin wanted to know if you could please sing Sweet Caroline again. She said she was listening to some old <laughs> podcast from 2012, 2013. Um, when you kept saying, you kept singing it and saying, somebody make me stop. Um, she was just wondering if maybe you could conjure that up again. <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready. Okay. Oh, he's not hey, ready. You can, you, can, you can surprise us with it at, later on. You don't have to. We don't want to put you on the spot. No pressure. Okay, I'll surprise you with it. Okay. Okay. Right. Sweet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 you were surprised. Okay. We were surprised. Okay. I'll have to, I have to work up. For some reason, I'm... For some reason, I'm feeling shy about it today. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, he's feeling shy. Okay. I, know. I hate for you to feel shy. Okay, then here's another question. Um, okay, Melanie, this is Travis. I'm sorry. You're not going to care one thing about this. Um, well, it's, t- it's two questions. All right. Sweet. So- no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I promise that's the last time I'll do it. I promise. I promise I won't interrupt you. <laughs> okay, Melanie. Um, yes. Okay, this person, I think this is the last name, but it says Beaumont. Um, okay. It says, do you still love rosehip oil? I do still love rosehip Yes, I do. In fact, I just ordered my third thing of it this week on Amazon. I still use it daily, twice daily. I love it. That is really, that's impressive. It is. It's pretty remarkable, but I feel like it, now I feel like there are times I have to add, but in the summer to me, it's the perfect amount of moisture. I love it. I think, I, you know, do I look any better? I don't know, but it, it feels good on my skin and I don't break out and it feels like the perfect thing to use. Right. It's great in the summertime. In the winter, I, I had to kind of add to a little bit, but, um, but it's for summertime, it's golden. All right, Travis, yeah. this, this question was actually from Holly for you last week and this is putting you on the spot you may not know but it says do you know of any restaurants any good restaurants in the nashville franklin area oh see it's completely changed since i was there mm-hmm. i mean the so whole restaurant landscape has <laughs> yeah i mean like it would all depend on where you're going to be nashville or franklin okay. or brentwood 
Okay. Like I would need to, yeah. Um, I do have a. Sorry, I was I was looking for. An, I feel uh, like, sounds like you were about to solve a crime. I do yeah. have a. I do have a. I had a page marked on my browser that had a list of restaurants I wanted to try, but I I can't vouch for them. They're places I haven't been, so I I won't say that. But. Okay. That was a fail. Okay, that's fine. All right, so we'll go to this question then, um, which says, if you were stranded on an island with only one book and one TV show, what would they be? You can't say the Bible. Don't say the... We're going to assume that you have yeah. the Bible on your phone and your phone is eternally charged. Like, don't say the Bible. Okay. So, okay. Or you have it memorized like I do. That's if you true. Have it, yeah. If you have so much of it memorized, you don't need it. I'm going to give both of y'all the benefit of the doubt that you love God's Word and that you would like to have that with you. But what is the one book, and we know how Travis loves to read, what, right. what is the one book and the one TV show? And if you don't have a book, what would your TV show be? Melanie, do you know? You go first, Melanie. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, TV show, I think I'd have to say The Office because mm. I feel like... Oh, my gosh. Right? <laughs> Is that what you would say, Trav? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I would say. Yeah. Well, because I think it's the it's a good, it's like it's like chicken soup for your soul. And I so I feel like if I were stranded, there would always be it's it's got everything that a TV show needs. So that would be my TV choice. Book choice. Wow, I feel like that's hard. Yeah. Um would it be cheating to say like the Norton anthology of English literature or no, something I, that I, has I, Clever. Oh, yeah. I think that's quite a hack. Yeah, that is. Travis. That's very smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hacking the yeah. system. Mm -hmm. You are. You're kind of. Yeah, I think it would be hard because I don't know that there wouldn't be. I mean, I, there are books that I love, but I don't know that I would reread them and reread them over and over again. Right. I feel like I could. I, and maybe it's just because I really want to reread it right now, but I feel like Peace Like a River. Oh, I, that is a good book. Finger. I feel like I could if I had that because you can get so much out of it. I think maybe that's one that I could I could reread over and over again. Like as far as something that has some meaning, as far as a fluffy piece of fiction, Melanie, I bet we would pick the same one. Oh, the royal we. Uh huh. Yeah, it, for sure. If yeah. I was just looking for fluffy fiction, I think I would probably pick the royal we. Yeah, so. I would agree with that. That's a good, I could read that over and over again, probably. And then I would pick probably like maybe, I don't know, maybe something like a Tina Fey, like Bossy Pants. Oh, yeah, something funny. Or a David Sedaris, something, mm, something, yeah. I don't know, you know, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. It would have to be stuck, something If funny. you're stuck forever, I mean, you're going to need something to make you laugh, right? True story. That's right. Yeah, that's, mm. I know. Travis, do you have a I'm book gonna, that you would pick? What, or, no, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, no. Norton anthology of that's I'm, I'm sticking with that answer. Okay. I think my show is The Office, but I think yeah. even if I did have eternity, I don't know if I would watch the last two seasons. I think I would right. just continue to watch the first. Yeah. What is it, eight or nine? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I really, y'all. I really can't decide on a TV show. I'm really struggling TV show wise. Okay. What are your What are your options? What well, are you deciding? Yeah, let doing? us tell you what you would take. What okay. Is. Yeah. Okay. Here's where Here's where I'm What I'm working with here. The first two seasons of Moonlighting are probably my favorite television. That's probably my favorite little time capsule of television ever. Um, Interesting. But that would get old. So, and I love Friday Night Lights. 
I, I oh, that's like, a good one. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't like, seen either of, either of those shows. Travis, I can forgive you the you lighting, seen... but I cannot forgive you the Friday Night Lights. I know. <gasps> what is on earth? Is it on Netflix? It's not, but it's on Amazon. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Can you download Amazon Prime? Can you download like Amazon and put, Prime? And put it on your iPad? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. I think no, so. I think if you just go to your Amazon account, you can watch on you can watch on whatever. I don't think you have to download anything. Well, I'm thinking about this long flight I've got. Yeah, in two let's days. Oh, download yeah. it so he doesn't need Wi-Fi. I think you can, Travis. Gotcha. Actually, I think you can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go with me here, Mel. Read I my mind so. on my Let plan. Let me tell you yes. how the internet works, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I if think, you download it, yes, you can From watch it in space. I think, yeah. Travis, you would love Friday Night You would love Friday Night Lights. You will it's love so their good. marriage with, yeah. with with Eric and Tammy Taylor. You will love their marriage. You is, that, is that Connie Britton? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. It's I'm, so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. That would be that would be that now that you brought that up, now I'm like, mm, office or Friday Night Lights. That's a tough call. And you know why I think I would go with Friday Night Lights? Another reason why oh. I think I would go with it because of the football. Because yeah. in addition to entertainment, in addition to captivating storylines, you get games. So if you're on an <laughs> island and you can't watch college football, or if you can't watch the Dallas Cowboys play, you can watch the games on Friday Night Lights. You know, like you still got some yeah. suspense of a game. So I think that's my winner. I think that's what I'm talking about. Okay. I think that's a good call. Okay. That's a good call. Well done, everyone. Travis, I've... you need to look into that. That's going to be your assignment for today is that you're going to need to look into how you can do that. So that could be your Alaskan cruise slash flight TV show. Mate, I think I will. Now, I have already downloaded uh, season four of the Great British Bake Off Onto my iPad for the flight. Oh, I've seen that one. Is it good? Oh, of course they're all good. It's so good, and I I want I want to go to Mary Berry's house and just have her bake for me and talk to her. I do too, Melanie. Have you watched it? No, I ha- well, I I mean, I feel like I watched a couple like several years ago. Because was it Carol at Tyndale? Yes, I feel it was like our the first Carol. person. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I, um, so I watched a couple then and I just never really got into it. Well, and Melanie and I have talked about it, about it before. And I get like, I, I watched some over Christmas and then, then I got sick and it was really when I got sick and I, I was watching several episodes at a time where I really got into it because then I started to get really fascinated. And Melanie and I have talked about this before with the difference in how British people and American people handle defeat. Because American people will say that something was rigged. They will say that the judge was out to get them. American people will, will say that they didn't have the right ingredients. British people say, oh, it was, it, it really was dreadful. It was, oh, oh. It was but crazy. I had a lovely, but I had a lovely time. It had a lovely, oh, it was, oh, it, it really it was, it was, it was horrible. Oh, I, like they're so, they're, they're so quick to criticize themselves. And right. to assume that, that they're going to ruin the whole thing in a way that I find very endearing. Yes, okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to go to, to England now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always have wanted to go back. We, we went once briefly, but it's number one on the list. Is anybody out there listening? Is there a church in London? <laughs> would, would anybody like two, two, um, 
two American authors of Christian nonfiction to come speak. And a worship leader. And, and a worship leader could, to lead us in song. Do, yes, yes. England? Yes, we will take this show on the road. We are ready. <laughs> right. Yeah, I want to go. I've never been, and it's my number one place I want to go. I mean, I just, and I'm like you, Travis. I want to go to Mary Berry's house. Um, I, I, I want I want to have a, a what are, a, what's that? What do they call that that meringue thing they make? I can't think of what it's called. But I, I just I, I, the whole thing to me is just endearing and fun and lovely and I don't know, it's so good. I'm in. I'm in. Maybe that's what I need to watch. You know, I've been saying I need like a happy show. Remember, because I'm that, all that about little, Bob Ross, mm-hmm. happy little trees right now. I can't have anything that stresses me out or makes me feel anxious. So maybe that's what I need to watch the rest of the summer. It really is, Melanie, because, you know, I sort of at the end of 2017, I was not really in my best place. Um, and it was such a good it was such a good mental break for me because they're guess what they're okay. doing? They're making some tarts and some yes. scones. And the people are all so delightful, and they you, and then you kind of get bits and pieces of their individual stories. I don't know; it's there's not an ounce of pretense in it. It's so so fun to watch. Okay, well, sign me up. I'll add it to my list. Hey, everybody! This is Sophie, all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about a couple of things. Here's the first one. As most of you know, if you have listened here for a little while, Melanie and I have both over the last couple of years tried to do a better job of taking care of ourselves. I think we've been more mindful of what we eat. We've certainly been more mindful of exercise, which for me, that is to say that I have actually exercised. This is this is really a huge victory. So that's why I'm so excited to tell you about something called Care Of. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. And it's the coolest thing, y'all, how it works because Care Of actually has a really fun online quiz that asks you about your diet and your health goals and your lifestyle choices. It only takes about five minutes and then you find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Here's the deal. 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. So you can take care of quiz and find out what vitamins you need to get back on track and reach your health goals. Your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy to remember daily packs. Perfect for a busy lifestyle. It's easy to throw those those packs in your suitcase when you travel, to put them in your backpack at the beginning of the day, or throw them into your purse. Those packs are personalized just for you. It was a couple of months ago when I took the online quiz for the first time, y'all. I loved how easy it was. It was actually kind of fun. And to have those individual packets that sort of do the thinking for you, it's so helpful and such a great way to take care of yourself every day. So, if you would like to try Care Of, it's so easy. All you have to do is go to TakeCareOf.com. TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code BIGBOO and you'll get 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins. 
I know y'all how hard it can be to take care of yourself, to prioritize taking care of yourself. This is a great way to help yourself in that regard. Takecareof.com and use the promo code BIGBOO for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Okay, here's the second thing I wanted to tell you. In September, specifically on September the 8th, Melanie and I are going to be in Chicago. That's in Illinois, if you did not know. We're going to be in Chicago with our friends Knox and Jamie from the podcast. Knox and Jamie have started these really phenomenal live shows, and we are so happy that we're going to be able to join them in Chicago. We would love to see you there. So if you would like to do that, if you would like to come to Chicago and you would like to laugh a bunch and you would like to enjoy Knox and Jamie's takes on the things that entertain but do not matter. And if you would like to hear Melanie and me chime in with that, here's what you do. Go to knoxandjamie.com slash live. It sounds like live. I know when I say that, but knoxandjamie.com slash live and you'll find a link to buy your tickets. We would love to see you there. Alrighty, y'all. Here we go back to episode 114. Okay, so this is a question, and then we'll see, Travis, if you if you have questions for us. But this is one from last week that we didn't get to from Louisiana Bride. And she wants to know if we have any ideas. Melanie, you're, not, you're probably not going to, this is not going to be your, your um, maybe your biggest area of concern in life. But okay. um, she wants to know if we have breakfast ideas. Travis, I want to hear from you on this because you are married to someone I consider sort of a queen of breakfast. Oh, my gosh. Angela Cottrell can turn it out for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> she really can. I mean, like, she does not play. Oh, my gosh. So, what, what's she? She'd be like so that? blessed by that. She, she will be so blessed by that confidence that you... Oh my word! That you have displayed. I've never seen anybody. He just does, like. I like breakfast. I don't. I like to make breakfast. I like, but I'm kind of a bacon and eggs kind of person. Or here, let me take these cinnamon rolls. Let me pop them out of a canister and put them on a on a um, little baking sheet, and voila! That's kind of me at breakfast. But Angela yeah. does. She does omelets and smoothies, and I like and. And fresh juices and all kinds of things. So what's what's she done <laughs> recently for breakfast? Anything you can think of? Um, oh gosh, you put me on the spot, my dear. You cut me to the quick. <laughs> okay, well then, just then. What about this? What's your favorite? That's from thing? The Wizard of Oz, by the way. What's your favorite thing that she does for breakfast? That she cooks for breakfast? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 it's just funny because summer we've just like not been eating breakfast okay. and I'm like racking my brains to f remember the last time any of us have made breakfast okay um you know what she makes this stuff called banana milk oh which oh. is like uh, a frozen banana and almond like vanilla almond milk and a frozen banana and a little bit of ice 
And is that all that's in it? I don't know. It's just a delicious, light little, little drink. It's delicious. It's a little bit like a smoothie, a little bit like a thick milk. I don't know. It's it's delicious. So I'm going to go with banana milk. That's my okay, this is a stupid question. Does it taste like bananas? It tastes like it. It tastes a little bit like bananas, but it also mm-hmm. tastes a little kind of vanilla-y, almost like okay, ben, like snow cream with bananas. Okay, all right, I can maybe do there's that. A, maybe there's a bit of vanilla extract in it. Um, I also remember oh. something that Angela Cottrell made one time when y'all lived in Nashville, and that was chocolate gravy. Oh yeah, I mean she, she kills that. I mean, like oh. yeah, for Thanksgiving or Christmas, we yeah we do that. Yeah. You know what? She's also making delicious um, avocado toast right now, which everybody makes. But oh, I love avocado toast. I do that too, is y'all. That's that might be if there's such like if there's a perfect food, that's not far from it. No, that's especially if you have it on some really good bread. I noticed a friend of mine on Instagram had just put, she just did a girls weekend and she showed that one morning for breakfast, they did like an avocado toast bar where it's like you had the avocado toast, but then it had different toppings that everybody could put on their avocado toast, like it's like granola or tomato or bacon or whatever you wanted on there. And I thought, well, that is brilliant. That's like a charcuterie board, but with, with avocado toast. Yes, yes. Oh. I thought that was a really good idea. That is a good idea. I will, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that the yeah. next time that I have friends in town. That's I know, isn't that cute? I yes. mean, I thought, yeah, I, that, that's a good breakfast because who doesn't like avocado toast? Well, I, I, the avocado, listen, I could write poems about it. It's a, it's a perfect food. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh. Okay, anything else, Travis, you can think of that Angela makes? No, I'm at a loss. Okay. I feel like a bad husband. I'm sorry. It's fine. I think I think that's it's okay. all gonna be fine. Do you have any questions? That's fine. I what, Melanie? I was gonna say that's why I don't cook breakfast because I'm afraid someday somebody'd ask Perry and he'd say <laughs> I can't remember, so I just <laughs> save myself the trouble. <laughs> oh, you don't like breakfast even a little bit, do you? I what? You don't like breakfast even a little bit, do you? No, it's just, it's not my, oh, sorry, my headphones are falling off. Um, No, I could kind of, I could take or leave breakfast. I just okay. don't, I, I need a cup of coffee, but really I don't like to eat until like, it's about 11-ish before I want to think about food. And Caroline is really the same way. Like in the school year, she's gotten to where like, she's got to eat a bowl of cereal or something, but mm-hmm. like, she just, we're both. Perry is, if there's breakfast in this house, it's because Perry has gotten up and made breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, and he doesn't do that most mornings. On a weekend morning, he will. And then we'll eat, like he'll make breakfast tacos or something, and then we'll eat it. But neither one of us care enough about it, Caroline and me, to actually do something about it. I would rather have breakfast than lunch if I had to choose. Okay. No, not me. I love lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm same. I love lunch. I like lunch. Listen, give me a big old lunch. I know that's not very healthy, but I love it. I don't mind lunch. I don't have anything against lunch. It's just if I had to choose, I really like breakfast. I really like breakfast. Okay. And in the summertime, yeah. that really looks like a scoop of peanut butter sometimes because there's no there's no real incentive. You know, nobody's we're not on the same kind of schedule. But like on the weekends, I love a good breakfast. I don't know. You know, Angela also makes uh, 
Have you had her breakfast cookies? Have we talked about that? I feel like we have. Her breakfast? She makes a, bre- a breakfast cookie. I don't think we have, Travis. I, I don't think, think I would remember have. this. Yeah, she makes a cookie for breakfast, and it's got, I don't know, healthy things in it, but it tastes, it has the consistency of a soft oatmeal cookie. Mm. Like, it's, like it's, not, it's not really crunchy, but it's... It's delicious. It's almost like a cross between a cookie and a really thin bread. Okay. Mm, I and like that. It's got it's okay. got health healthy junk in it and it's of course gluten free. Of course it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I could do I that. Just, I just texted her and just randomly said, Remind me how you make banana milk and she said Frozen banana, a couple of ice cubes, some almond milk, nutmeg, and either honey or vanilla stevia. Okay. Oh, okay. Or stevia. How do you, which do you say? I think, I always I, say stevia. I do too. Okay. But I gr- also grew up where a lot of people said Los Angeles, so you might not want to take that word <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, <laughs> Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I said... I said quinoa for a long time, so clearly <laughs> the healthy ingredients aren't really my forte. <laughs> my dad still says, how are you? Of course, he's 93, so that's his. Uh, uh, how are you? Mm-hmm. Me and your mom going to how are you? Yeah, my friend, my friend um, Laura, her mama said Hawaii when we were growing up, and they actually went to Hawaii. And so for... For many years, we would hear their stories from Hawaii, and <laughs> it makes me so happy. Oh, it makes me so happy. And his dad, we're going on a tangent here, but I mean, my dad's mom, Lily, she never could say Kmart. She said Kmart with a K. <laughs> Kmart. And I, no matter what, we I would break down the syllables, you know, as a obnoxious little nine-year-old. Uh, grandma, say K. K. Say Mart. K-Mart. K-Mark. She was time K-Mark. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff. Oh, if, I, if there are words I say wrong, nobody tell me. I mean, like, I, I I don't know. That kind of stuff makes me so happy. Okay, Travis? Uh, yes. Did you get any Sweet questions? Caroline. <laughs> good times never seem so good. So good. So good. So good. Yes. I'd be inclined. Okay. Got that. Bum, bum, bum. To believe any- they never would. <laughs> So good. I may seriously get you someday when my Caroline gets married. I may hire you to come to her wedding and do Sweet Caroline as Neil Diamond. I would would also like you to do some Travis Cottrell songs, but specifically. Don't need, don't even, don't even try. We'll just do straight up Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Uh huh. And and people will be like, you could have just gotten a Neil Diamond impersonator. But I'm like, no, I I wanted Travis Cottrell as Neil Diamond. That's the real magic right there. Uh huh. That's where the magic happens. Okay. Do you have questions, Travis? Okay. I got a couple on Instagram for us. Oh, good. Uh, One of them. Oh, Oh, no. I lost it. (laughs) Oh. How do you lose it? 
remember who it was, but I was going to give the person the shout out. It's, it's the steel band, um, your Instagram. I lost it. Gosh, a week ago. So many people. Oh, the question. Okay, the question from a week ago. I got the you. question from a week ago. Somebody asked us what our first concert was. I found that an intriguing question. Mm. Yes. Melanie? I can't tell you who asked it, though. First, oh, here it is. Okay. It was uh, Miss Mrs. Kimberly Key. That's her uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I think Amy Grant was my first concert. Mm-hmm. I, if yeah. I, it was, it was either Amy Grant or it was Genesis. I'm not real sure okay. <laughs> <laughs> which one, but it was one of those two. I know that. I think um, my second. Was Amy Grant was the straight? It was the straight ahead. I was going to say uh, age to age, straight ahead. What we talking here? Yes, yeah. yeah. That, mine would have been like age to age. I think my first non-Southern gospel concert, because that was all it was <laughs> when I was a kid, would have been Sandy Patty at the Greensboro Auditorium. Okay. Sandy Patty, okay. I remember we shall behold him. And then my second one was uh, Amy Grant, straight ahead, and I remember it because she had a big stoplight. Mm-hmm. As the centerpiece. Okay. Yeah. Giant went on the stage. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sitting here thinking. I also saw Crystal Gale at the Houston Rodeo when I was really young. I saw I Crystal know. Gale at the at the Lively Arts Festival in my hometown when I was really young. Okay, so that I don't know if that counts, but I feel like it of counted to it Crystal counts. Gale. Well, yeah, I feel like it counted to Crystal Gale. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The Lively Arts Festival, when we we were growing up, was a big deal. And so there was like Crystal Gale was there and Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. And, um, oh, there, there that's a always, good yeah. lineup. But my first concert, well, I saw Petra when I was like in junior high. That mm. was, kind of, that was mm-hmm. my first sort of Christian concert. But my first real legitimate. Is it Beyond Belief? I have no idea. Oh, I wasn't well, super was into Petra. I just pretended like I was because everybody else was. And so, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't necessarily get it. Um, but my first real like mainstream artist concert was Billy Joel. And oh. I, don't, I don't know. That's I was, a good one. I was a senior in high school. If that tells you, I feel like now everybody's kids have been to concerts by the time they're in fifth grade. But yeah. But I was a senior in high school, and he played here in Birmingham. I can't. I don't know what tour that was. But oh, I bet it was an. Well, no, it would have been whatever record was after an innocent man. Probably so. But uh, so you definitely heard Uptown Girl. Yes. Uh, you heard Innocent Man. You yes. heard uh, Leave a Tender Moment Alone. Yes. Oh. All that's so good. So he was phenomenal, and um, so that was it. And then. After that, I think I saw, I saw Amy Grant maybe on Leave Me On. Yes, I think it was Leave Me On. Um, and which could have been the Find a Way tour, or unguard, or or maybe I mean, uh, could have been unguarded. Did was she wearing her leopard print jacket? I don't think she was. That was 1986. I saw her. I saw that the Carowinds Palladium. own album i'm gonna tell you what like that that sucker holds up i mean even now that oh it's so good really it's so 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 good golly it just had its 20th anniversary like just a few weeks ago and i've I've been listening to it ever since it is deep and rich it's so good i love it 
Really good. My okay. first uh, my first non Christian concert was Whitney. <gasps> oh. Whitney. Oh, yeah. how old? Where? How old were you? When? When was that? I was seventeen, and it was the I want to dance with somebody. Oh, wow. I, so I watched. This was a few weeks ago. There's a Whitney documentary on Showtime, and oh, I've seen it. You have. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. It's it's heartbreaking, but y'all, that voice, I just that's that's the voice of our generation. I feel like like Whitney is yep. the voice of our generation, and so to see kind of all the stuff behind the scenes, but like mm-hmm. just like musically, she was always sort of shoved into this mold, and I don't know. It just it took a toll on her. It makes me sad. She she had to she had to fit into the to sort of the machine. And mm-hmm. I don't know that we ever we ever really got Whitney's music as much as we got her producer's music, but yeah, but I golly, know. her voice, her voice. I mean, <sighs> okay. So, any other questions? Yes, a couple more came in. We got uh, <laughs> when are Big and Boo coming to Jackson? Got that. And then I got, um, yes, Jackson, Tennessee. And then I got, uh, when are you bringing them to Boone? So basically, (laughs) all people care about are that they get to see you. (laughs) I think I am coming to Jackson for some, maybe I'm not. Maybe I was. Yes, I think you are. And we're going, we're talking, we'll talk. Yeah. I think, are you, aren't you? Or aren't you? I think I'm pulling my calendar. I think I am. But I can't remember when it is, or if it's if it if it if it's actually happening. But I'm I'm looking on my calendar right now. This is this so, is who wants to know what makes a good podcast? Look at your calendar while you're. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday, I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> on Thursday, I have to get my oil changed. On Thursday, I'm going to do this thing called downloading TV shows. Yes. TV shows for my cruise. I don't, oh no, okay, I know, but yes, I am. That's right, I am. I just don't know exactly when it is, but I am. Now I remember that conversation. Okay. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Okay. We shall. Yeah. Talk about. It. Okay. So um, I'm not. When are we going to Boone? I don't know. We we should do something in Boone. Okay. I'd love to. I think sometimes saying. people think we just that like with, with the kind of stuff Melanie and I do that we just decide like oh it would be fun to go to. Indiana, which sure it would be, but but usually yeah. somebody has to host that, or or we would just be standing in Indiana going, "Gosh, this is fun." Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we wouldn't have anywhere well, to go and speak. And we also suffer from crippling insecurity. So there's the whole thing of that. Sometimes you could say, "Well, I could ask my publisher to maybe get me a book signing in Indiana." Right. But here's the thing. If they fly me to Indiana and like nobody shows up except for the manager of the Barnes and Noble there, that is that's, a, a that's, sad really, that's not going to do a lot for my self esteem. Mm-hmm. So I just try to avoid that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Sometimes you need to feel like there's at least a group of people who might want to see you somewhere. Yeah, five, yeah. five people. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. and maybe the only reason they're coming is because the brunch at their church is really good, and that's mm-hmm. okay too. That's like fun. you're just going to happen to be, hey, there's somebody speaking, but mm-hmm. they, boy, our church chef does a mean brunch. That's right. I too am motivated by good eggs. I get it, but I just, I, I <laughs> you know, but if we had a yeah. reason to go to Ben, yeah. I would, I would love to go to Ben. Yeah, it's yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll put out some feelers. <laughs> oh, me. Okay, I got no. another question. Oh, you did? What is it? Who are three famous people, dead or alive, you would have dinner with besides Jesus? Oh. Oh. Listen, I may have to retreat to a quiet place to be able to answer I know. this question. Oh, three is too many. I, I, I don't I know. Three people. Oh. Do we have to be together, or is this three separate dinners? Three separate dinners. We three can all be dinners. at all three dinners, but the, those, but we each get to pick three people for each dinner. Three people. Okay. okay. Living or dead. I mean, am I sitting at the table with my three people at the same time, or do I get a dinner with this one, and then a dinner with this one, and a dinner with this Travis, one? Travis, I don't know the rules, but I'm just <laughs> assuming that you're going <laughs> to... We're going to all be at the table at the same time. Okay, okay. Yeah. Or else it would just yeah. be coffee. I don't know. I think that... What if we had to come What if we had to come <laughs> to the same three people? All, all, the three of us... Could only come up with three people? What if the three of us were just picking three people, so there would be six of us there, and we had to have the same three people? Oh. Well, that really no, is. No, that's, okay. that's, too, that's too restrictive. I can't... No. I, I can't get on board with that. She can't <laughs> operate within those parameters. Are y'all saying y'all wouldn't want to eat dinner with my grandma? Is that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think we. I would like to have three different dinners. I want to have dinner with y'all three times, and then oh. I want I want one time to be able to surprise y'all with three people, and then two times I want to be surprised with the people that y'all bring. Got it. Got it. We've Hi. so overcomplicated this. Who would your people be, Travis? Do you know? I don't like the easy living, the living people. I mean, like on the list would be Steph Curry, possibly, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Melanie? I know. I think Adele's very charming. I think she'd be very funny at dinner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel like it's almost easier if you do three couples. Well, because, yeah, because then that's six people. Yeah, that is six people. Like, are you saying you'd want to have, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z or and something? And Jay-Z together. Or, yeah. I don't know. Or do you know who's um, on your list? I, I really, I'm stumped. I mean, I am, I'm stumped. I would say, okay, if I'm going, because here's the thing. It depends on the mood. There again, I'm going to go back to Mindy Kaling, okay. I think, would probably be on my list. I find her to be so charming and so funny. And she is a brilliant writer. And now she's making her own baby food, which she just certainly in, is. Yes. It inspires me to no end. So like that's there's people like that. So I think a Mindy Kaling, a Tina Fey, mm-hmm. um, and Anne Lamott, when I just think about writers that I, I really admire. So I'm like Kelly Corrigan. So see, I kind of go that route. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then I also think I think I might want to have dinner with Taylor Swift. I find her to be fascinating. And okay. she continues to metamorphosize, you okay. know, like so I don't I don't know. Metamorphosize. I, I, well, whatever. Is that not a word? No, it's yes. definitely a word. Okay. It's a good one. Metamorphosize. Um, and then I think about people like I don't know that if I go a spiritual route, I think, well, I think Billy and Ruth Graham would be interesting to have dinner with. You know? Okay. So I don't know. There's just a lot to it's a lot to think about. It's a lot of pressure. 
Travis, I do feel guilty. I like. I feel like I probably have a couple of political answers that I don't want to say in public. (laughs) And and a couple of celebrities that people would like. Because because I find them so um, interesting, but I disagree with them on almost everything. Okay, but I think that's so. I would love to have 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 a dinner with that with that person. Let me tell you something. That's how we metamorphosize. Thank is you, that Melanie. Sometimes we spend time with people who we may not share their core beliefs or values, but there are still interesting facts and things that we can learn about those people. So I think that's okay to have people who don't. Because, I mean, I'm sure if I were to sit down with Tina Fey, we probably don't agree on a whole lot. But I think she's funny, and I think she's right. a great writer. Yeah. So, um, okay. I, I, I've got, I don't know. I'm like Melanie. Very, I've got several so different... I've got several different things running through my head. So there's my social justice side that are or, or my side that, that like really interested in, in sort of the deep wounds that aren't healed and how that plays out in the current time, sort of, um, I guess, deep societal wounds that aren't healed that play and how that plays out. So there's a part of me that would love to have like um, Brian Stevenson, who wrote the book, Just Mercy. Um, I would love to also talk to Martin Luther King Jr. at the same time. And I know he's dead, but I think that would be a really interesting conversation. Or like John Lewis, the congressman. I would really just like to listen to that conversation. Then there's my writer side that would like to be like Melanie said, and I would like a, I would like a Tina Fey, maybe a Tiffany Haddish, um, like funny people, just really funny people come and sit down around the table. And then the spiritual side, there are people, I mean, like, who wouldn't like to sit at dinner with C.S. Lewis, you know? Well, yeah, it's right. true. When so they say up. living or dead, I'm too practical to consider dinner with somebody who's dead. Okay. <laughs> it's too boundaryless. I need some sort of boundary, or I'm just going to say, if it helps Paul, mm-hmm. Paul the Apostle, you know, like, sure. are we going to sit yes. down to dinner with Paul the Apostle and... <laughs> Um, Harriet Tubman. I mean, how's it going to work? Sure. I can't. I can't figure it that is. out. I agree. I agree. You can't have Abraham Lincoln and Tina Fey. It's like you need like a. <laughs> I've yeah. also always wanted to have dinner with Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks. Like, oh, that's a good one. Or like that's Sarah a good Jessica couple. Parker and one. Matthew Broderick. I feel like they would be great fun at dinner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like they would have thoughtful conversation. Yes. Yes. And or it would be people who were interested in other people. So it wouldn't just be all about them. They would also want to understand other people. I don't know. Yeah. I think those would be sort I, of fun. I would people. love to have dinner with um, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, oh that's that would a good be one. so fun. Or you know how I love comedians in cars getting coffee? Oh, yes. Yes, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. He's on my list. I just did yeah. a funny list, and it was Jerry Seinfeld, Jimmy Fallon, and Molly Shannon. Oh, that's oh, a real good one. Molly Shannon. She's a delight. She's a delight, yeah. and I think she's thoughtful, too. Like, she's funny and thoughtful. And I think Jim Carrey would be an interesting dinner. Interesting. Did you see, yeah. if you see the may- comedians in yeah. cars with him on it, with Jerry yes. Seinfeld interviews him, yes. it's so interesting. Is it new? Yeah. Mm-mm. No, it was a couple, uh, of seasons a couple years ago. old. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought because I watched it again. I, th- I was like, "Have I seen this?" But I watched it again recently when he was he was dropping the thing into the water. You know, he was standing oh, up yeah. high at the ceiling and trying to um, drop something into his yeah, cup, and he yeah. did it the first time both times. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of, this is a little bit of a pivot, but um, speaking of comedians in cars. 
What are your favorite ones? Because I have favorites. I, I have favorites. Okay. So Julia Louie. That's a good one. Oh gosh, Julia Louie. I'm putting. I'm writing her down. Yeah, the Julia the Julia Louie yeah. breakfast one. I bet I have watched twelve times. It's yes. great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great because they're they, you can tell there's so much affection between them. Like, and of course, you know, I also love. Hey, there's a, a real friendship between a man and a woman, and we don't get to see that a lot. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's not a that's not a dynamic, a relational dynamic that gets held up a lot in culture. Friendships right. between men and women, yeah. and so right. I love the friendship between them. It just it makes it makes my heart so happy. Okay, yes. so yeah. okay, so let's do. Top, what are your top three comedians in Cars? Melanie, do you know? Okay, I'm gonna have to sit and think about it a minute. That's I'm I'm it's stressing me out. Um, I think um, the Julia Louis one for sure is one. Um, I think I love the one with Larry David. Yes. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's to me a great one. Uh-huh. Um, I loved, um, I haven't uh, finished this episode, this season, by the way. Okay. Okay. I haven't either. I haven't watched all the new ones yet. Um, I loved, um, I loved uh, Carl. I loved Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks. I, I love that one. that one. That one. I've watched that one a million times. Uh-huh. I just think it's so charming. I love that one. Um, so those were those were probably my t- top three. I also love the one with Allie Wentworth, but I love. Yes. I think Allie Wentworth is hilarious. I and so, oh, she needs to be on. Y'all need to interview on this. Interview her here on this thing. Allie oh, Wentworth. I, okay. Yes. I would. Yeah. Perfect. Let me tell you something. I sent her an Instagram message after I finished her latest book and just said I related to it so much. Shockingly, she has not gotten back to me. Well, but I'm sure <laughs> it's just she's waiting. She's was, playing hard to get because she really does want to be on this this D list podcast. Sure. It was a first step, Melanie, toward a very meaningful relationship. I feel yeah. like. It's a matter of time, but boy, I think she's, I, I love her because she doesn't take herself too seriously. And I love the dynamic of like that the Stephanopoulos and the Seinfelds hang out together and are a couple friends. I do too. I love it. Okay. So I'll, uh, these are my, th- these are my three, maybe four. Travis said that I don't put you on the spot and you can think a little bit while I'm, while I'm saying them. I love the one with Steve Harvey. It makes me, yeah, oh that's a good one. it makes me so happy. Like yes. I just, oh golly, I love that one. I love the Julia Louis Dreyfus one. I've probably watched those two the most. Um, I also like the one from this season with John Mulaney. I think is really funny and endearing. But y'all, I think my favorite comedians and cars person, and he's been on there twice, is Alec Baldwin. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> he, his timing. He's just he's so quick and so funny, and I just. Like, I, like, legitimately, based on this last one, I know right where he lives in New York City. Like, I pieced that thing together like a detective. And that is so not my personality. But I was like, dang it, if David and I were still there, I would, like, I would just go stand in front of his apartment complex for just a minute. But, um, but yes. I just, I think, and I love their, they have some, they have great chemistry. I feel like he and Jerry Seinfeld going back and forth. I also love the David Letterman one from a few seasons ago. I thought that was oh, that's uh, a good one. Yes, that was one. That's, that's probably number one on my list because I find him. That's a good one. Fascinating. I do too. Uh, also, I love the Jimmy Fallon. It's a two, two-parter. Yes, I love that one. Yes. 
That's There's a good just one. something so innocent about Jimmy Fallon's love of funny things. Travis, you and Jimmy yes. Fallon are the same person. Yeah, you, I agree with that. You may be better acquainted with Jesus than Jimmy Fallon is, though I don't know his life, and I don't mean to judge. <laughs> but I'm just saying, personality-wise, the way to me, again, I don't know him, but the way he approaches life and enjoys life yes. to me reminds me so much of you. Well, that's I, I very would agree kind. with that. Like I a would, genuine delight and like a, like, yeah, just finds the funny in all kinds of stuff. I, I agree with that. fascinated by people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love him. So I would pick, I would pick Letterman, Fallon, and Julia Louis. Although I, I love others. There, I find, I, I think that you get such a pic, picture of, who there are two kind of curmudgeon, who was I going to say? Oh, Chris Rock. And mm-hmm. Norm Macdonald, I think they're both so, uh, eccent- they're very eccentric in their kind of personalities. But I found their, um, I found the comedians in Cars Getting Coffee really intriguing with mm-hmm. both of them. Not not my top three, but I'm just throwing yeah, them Yeah, they are good. I also like how comedians yeah. have such a reverence for comedy. Like it's not, you know, like they're so, they're so, like the really good ones are super mindful about and Melanie knows my favorite part of writing a book is trying to figure out how to structure it and how to organize it and what needs to go when and and how you how it needs to start and all that kind of stuff. And so I so enjoy when when Jerry Seinfeld has conversations with people about how they structure their comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. The 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 high regard they have for that craft is really inspiring to me that they work they work so diligently at it and they don't take it lightly i don't know i'm fascinated by that i enjoy yeah and the things that he can so quickly say that's funny that's not funny yeah Yeah. like there's uh when on ellen degeneres on the one he did with ellen and she hit his keys did y'all see this like she let him he let her in the car and when he was walking around it had bothered her that he just left the keys sitting right there in the middle Mm -hmm. console of the car the whole time so when he was walking around to his door she hid his keys and he was like i don't know where my keys are he's looking in his pocket the producer comes up to the door they can't find the keys anywhere and then she hands him the keys and she goes (laughs) she goes uh you had him all along. That's he goes. That's not funny. Yeah. And then, and then he goes. When did you do it? And he goes. When you were walking about to. When you were walking back around to your door. And he goes. That is funny. And she goes. You just said that wasn't funny. He, he, yeah. She goes. No, how you did it was funny. The joke wasn't funny. Yeah. It was just funny. Made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love. I love the whole thing. Maybe I, I need to. I need to download like the young people, some of those to watch this week. You should. You should. Yeah. They're a good, I think they're interesting because I think you just see where everybody that he talks to, I feel like I learn a lot about either the way they write or the way they, they do what they do and the art to it. I find it. I mean, it's not just funny to me. It's, it's interesting. I find it educational. I do too. Mm -hmm. too. It's one of my favorite things to watch when I'm, when I'm working on a book. But, but yeah. it's like it's inspiring to me in a way that I can't really explain, but it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. I also found Kristen Wiggs to be really interesting in how normal she was. Same with Tina yes. Fey's. So normal. Yes. So normal. Yeah. Like Tina was, I mean, uh, Kristen was just working some normal job. Like it all happened just kind of on a whim for her. 
Yeah. It's just like, she's just a normal person. Like, and she is so bizarre with her comedy. I thought she was just one of these really, really eccentric people. And she didn't seem to be that much. It's it's a good one. That's a a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Y'all well, anything else we need to cover or add? I don't I think, think so. I think I'm I need about to... to have groceries delivered on my front porch, so I'm going to have to get those out of 110 degree weather. Well, congratulations <laughs> on the grocery order. Is what I said. Oh, I feel right. pretty good about it. I got to be honest. So it's too hot to go to the store. I'm about well, to take some of my staff out to get snow cones. Oh, fun! Oh, that's very fun. That is very fun. Yeah. Do y'all have a Bahama Bucks there? Probably not in Jackson, do you? No, we don't. Okay. There's a Bahama Bugs. I just noticed they have a new snow cone called the Shark Bite, and it's like a blue snow cone that has like a big red blob right in the middle. I just saw it on <laughs> Twitter or something. That's, that's, so like, oh, that's gross. the grossest thing ever. <laughs> it looks delicious. disgusting. But I thought Caroline <laughs> Shankle, she'd be all about that Shark Bite snow cone. So mm-hmm. we may have to go get one of those. You know how you could oh. order it? How? Give me a shark bite. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to add that to your wedding set. We're going to add that. We're not even worthy of that one. We're not not even worthy. That was so quick. That That was was so so good. That That was so good. Okay, everybody. All right. Well, this was fun. Bye. It was fun. Bye, everybody. It was fun. Bye. Y'all have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye.